So today we are very fortunate to have uh, His Grace Vrindavan Vijay Prabhu and Prabhu will enlighten us with the topic on Srimad Bhagavatam uh, 6.1.54 and maybe 54 onwards if more verses Prabhuji would like to take. So Prabhuji please take over. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Om Ajnana Timrandatta Jnana Anjan Chalakya Chakshuruni Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurvena Maha Namo Vishnupadaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swamin Itinamane Namaste Saraswati Devai Gaurvayani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunnavadi Pastat Desha Tarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasadi Gaurubhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Narayanam Namaskritya, Naram Chaivarotamam, Devim Saraswatim Vyasam, Tato Jaya Nudhirai. Nastaprayeshwa Bhadreshu, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, Bhagavati Uttamas Loke, Bhaktir Bhavati Nashtakim. Sarnmatam Sokatha Krishna Punasravan Kirtana Hadyantasto Hiabadrani Vidhuti Surutsatam Krishnaya Vasudevaya Deviki Nandanayata Nanda Gopakumaraya Govindaya Namunamaha Govindaya Namunamaha Govindaya Namunamaha Hare Krishna devotees, so we are reading today from Canto 6, Chapter 1, Verse 54, 6154. <laughs> Sabhavinabaliyasa Labdhuanimitam avyaktam Vyakta avyaktam bhavati yuta Yathayo niyatha bijam Sabhavinabaliyasa Labdhuanimitam avyaktam Vyatta Vyattam Bhavati Yuta Yathayo Nita Bijam Sabhavinabaliyata Translation by Shila Prabhupada, Jaya Shila Prabhupada. The fruitive activities a living entity, living being performs, whether pious or impious, are the unseen cause for the full of his desires. This unseen cause is the root for the living entity's different bodies. Because of his intense desire, the living entity takes birth in a particular family and receives a body which is either like that of, a mo- that of his mother 
or like that of his father. The gross and subtle bodies are created according to his desire. Purport by Shila Prabhupada, Jai Shila Prabhupada. The gross body is a product of the subtle body, as stated in Bhagavad Gita 8.6. Yam yam vapi smaran bhavam pedatiyam te kalhevaram tam tame vaiti kaunteya sadatad bhava bhavita. Whatever state of being one remembers when he quits his body, that state he will attain without fail. The atmosphere of the subtle body at the time of death is created by the activities of the gross body. Thus the gross body acts during one's lifetime and the subtle body acts at the time of death. The subtle body which is called linga, the body of desire, is the background for the development of a particular type of gross body which is either like that of one's mother or like that of one's father. According to Rig Veda, if at time of sex the secretions of the mother are more profuse than those of the father, child will receive child will one second, this is where it will go. Okay, so this is the child will receive a female body and if the Secretions of the father are more profuse than those of the mother, the child will receive a male body. These are the subtle laws of nature which act according to the desire of the living entity. If a human being is taught to change his subtle body by developing a consciousness of Krishna, at the time of death, the subtle body will create a gross body in which he will be a devotee of Krishna. Or if he is still more perfect, he will not take another material body, but will immediately get a spiritual body and thus return home back to Godhead. This is the process of transmigration of the soul. Therefore, instead of trying to unite human society through pacts for sense gratification that can never be achieved, it is clearly it is clearly desirable to teach people how to become Krishna conscious and return home back to Godhead. This is true now and indeed at any time. Hare Krishna. Om Namo Bhagavati Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavati Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavati Vasudevaya so we are reading uh, the history of life of Ajamila. So this section where uh, Vishnu Dutas they ask questions and the Yam Dutas they are responding, they are replying, they are answering the Vishnu Dutas questions and this verse come at uh, Yam Dutas they are answering the questions asked by Vishnu Dutas. So this is a beautiful verse and so, <clears throat> so what is this verse is saying, I think Labdhva Nimittam, Labdhva Nimittam Avyattam Vyakta Vyaktam Bhavati Yuta. So Labdhva means after attaining, after, after uh, 
acquiring or attaining Nabdva, Nimittam, the cause, Nimittam, Avyakta means unseen. So after receiving that cause, that Nimitta, what is the Nimitta? Or Nimitta for what? Vyakta, Vyaktam Bhavati Yuta. So Vyakta, which is, which is manifested, Avyaktam, which is not manifested or which is not visible. So Vyakta is our grass body, Avyaktam is referred to our subtle body, Bhavati Yuta. So say this is the Nimittam, after receiving this unseen cause, we attain a gross and subtle body. Bhavati means become, yuta means subtle. And this body, gross and subtle body, what we receive or we, what we get, it is yatha yuni, sometimes it's like mother, yatha bijam, sometimes it's like father. Subhaven baliyasa. Baliyasa is very, very powerful. Subhaven means subhava. Subhava. So this body, what we get is have different subhavas. So we see that in our real life also. Some people uh, are, uh, are very quiet. Some people are very talkative. Some people are very short-tempered, they get angry very quickly, some people are very gentle, they're always calm and gentle, like you know, they talk softly, some people talk, talk loudly, so all these like different subhava, these different bodies, they have different subhavas, and how do we get the body? Nimit, labdhva nimittam avyaktam, so nimittam, that cause, and what is the cause is our Prabhupada is talking about in the translation the fruitive activities of a living being. So the fruitive activities what we perform that is the cause of our next bodies or that decides our destination. So whatever actions we perform that or activities we perform the fruitive activities they decide our next destination. So whatever actions we have performed in our previous life or past life, they decided in, uh, they gave us whatever body we have now and whatever actions we are doing now, they will decide, they will pave the way for our future destination, future body. So this is what this verse is saying. So not, so we saw in the last verse uh, that not even for a moment, Na hi kasti api jatu akarmat akarmat akarmakrat. We cannot remain without actions, without performing actions. We are forced, the last verse said, karate hi avasha karma gunai sabhavikair balat. Balat is forcefully. We are forced to act, forced to act in a certain way in a certain way, by force, balat. So we are forced, and Bhagavad Gita also has a nice verse, prakartair kriya balan gunhi karmani sarvasa ahankar vimudhatma kartaham iti manyate. So who is acting, who is really acting is prakartri kriya malani gunhi karmani sarvasa. Good. These three modes, these three modes, which is 
these uh, means our sobhava. Three modes is nothing but they are so our sobhava. So we every all of us we act uh, in a certain way in a particular way because we are forced to act in that way by our sobhava, by our what we have received from that sobhava, what we have received from our past karmic past karmas or past actions that creates our subhava so this is so having attained the reactions having attained the cause cause is the whatever actions we do whatever karma activities we do we get reactions so what is that cause? What is Lamdhuva Nimittam? Nimitta is, is the reaction of our own actions. That is the Nimitta, that is the cause, but that is Avyaktam, that is not seen, that is unseen. And that gives, uh, that creates the gross and subtle body uh, appear as per our karma. So this is uh, beautiful. So what is this fruitive activity? So fruitive activity uh, is, uh, which is called, in this verse it's saying that because our, our actions, our fruitive activities, our destination is, is uh, decided, what, uh, whether we are going to get animal body or human body, male body or female body, all that is decided by our activities of the previous, in the previous life. So this is our sense gratification. The fruitive activities, fruitive activities are like sometimes translated as uh, karma kanda. But when we say karma kanda, karma kanda includes only those activities which are in line with our scriptural injunctions or guidelines or directions. But this fruitive activity includes not only the pious but also impious activities. So any action, any action for sense gratification is called fruitive activities. And that decides our future destination. So these may be sinful or pious, pious or impious. So scriptures, so jiva while doing activity. So now we said that destination, our destination is determined based on our previous actions. So, Jiva, we, when we are doing activity, what are we doing? Uh, we are developing our consciousness. It's all the consciousness. We are developing our consciousness. See, our activities, our actions, they are feeding into our consciousness. And these uh, uh, impressions, whatever actions we do, whatever activity we do, all those impressions for every activity is stored in our mind. So this is the mind, when we, uh, our modern science only knows two faculties to store and recall memory, which is mind and brain. But in scriptures, mind has two connotations, chitta and mana. Chitta has all the impressions stored. So whatever actions we perform, their blueprint is stored in our chitta, in our mind, uh, which is, uh, and the, the mana, so chitta and mana, so they all the, this, uh, imp, this, uh, our 
activities, the blueprints, the impressions are stored in our chitta. Chitta is the place where all the thoughts they come and all these uh, past actions and they are, uh, they are stored, the imprints are stored in our chitta. And mana, what he, mana does, mana it selects from those, uh, those uh, impressions, those thoughts which come in the chitta and it's uh, an intelligence acts upon them through the senses. So, Sankalp, Vikalpa, Atmana, Manato. Man ka kaam kya hai? Sankalpa and Vikalpa, accepting and rejecting. So, whatever the thoughts come to Chitta or whatever impressions are there in the Chitta, Mana is accepting or rejecting. So, this is, so Chitta is constantly oscillating between future and the past. It's thinking about the future or the past. So while Jiva, while executing fruitive activity, the actions, so his mind is paving the way for the next body. So that way, uh, that way uh, all this, uh, when we are doing activity, all these uh, actions or when we are performing actions, all these actions are stored, impressions of those actions are stored in our mind. And mind is... Uh, so mind, intelligence, ego, that is a part of our subtle body. So actions of the gross body, they are stored in the subtle body. And so that is, uh, and that subtle body, as Prabhupada says in the purport, the subtle body is a, uh, decide, subtle body decides at the time when we leave this body, subtle body decides based on our desires, based on our those impressions stored, what are the most, what is the most prominent uh, uh, impression or and the most, uh, most prominent impression is the impressions or consciousness what we have uh, when leaving the body. That is the most important out of all these impressions what we have. So, so based on our actions, our destination is pious or impious births are obtained. Uh, Srimad Bhagavatam even criticizes the pious activities. So pious or impious, all activities are bad because they create bondage. Even the pious activity activities, they are good they punya karma, but they also create bondage. They don't, they keep us inside this material world, inside this material world. They don't let us escape, let us go to the spiritual world. So, gahenno karmano gati. So, when we have to do activities, when we have to do activities, and also the, if pious or impious activities, whatever actions we perform, they decide that our future destination. We cannot remain akarmakrat or actionless or we cannot be inactive. We have to act. So what options we have? So we act in such a way, in such, we act in such a way so that the impressions which are stored in our mind and when it time comes for the subtle body to decide the, what ne next body this jiva should get, that time uh, our impressions should be so 
so that we don't get a material body, we get a spiritual body. That is the whole, that is the goal of our scriptures, that is the goal of our spirituality and scriptures are directing in that, that direction. And everything is designed in Vedic culture, everything is designed to develop our consciousness. It's, a, it's all about developing our consciousness. Consciousness, so there are, uh, uh, like we have Varnashram Dharma. Varnashram Dharma is also designed so that slowly, slowly we are developing our consciousness, gradually. So this is, there are uh, two, uh, two philosophies, like which are exclusive to Vedic culture. Other cultures uh, probably do not... Uh, believe in them and these are incarnate reincarnation and karma so they do, they both work in tandem so when we do karma we get our destination we get reincarnate into that our karma our actions decide our next destination next body there are actually three bodies what we have the gross body, which is visible, which we can see that, feel, feel that, we are subtle body. Subtle body is mind, intelligence and ego, which is subtle body, which is not visible. We cannot see it with, with our material eyes. And then third, we have a spiritual body. That is, we have, we have a spiritual body. So most, uh, most determining factor for reincarnation or next body is what our consciousness at the time of death. Lord, uh, uh, Lord says in chapter 8, Bhagavad Gita, Antakale Chamameo Spanmuktva Kalevram, Antakale Chamameo Spanmuktva Kalevram, Sa Priyati Ya Priyati Samad Bhavam Nasti Yatra Shamsaya. And Prabhupada also quotes another verse from the same chapter, the, the next verse. So that is the most determining, the most important, that is the most determining factor for our receiving or getting our, our future destination is our consciousness at death. What kind of consciousness we have developed through, through during our lifetime so, and that consciousness decides, that consciousness direct or that uh, based on our consciousness we have desires at the time of death which decides our next body so everyone gets tested at the time of death sometimes people say that I'll think Krishna at the time of death and uh, that that is not uh, that does not happen why did uh, there was a one uh, devotee and in his office he was working for a uh, corporate uh, job and he was trying to hit one of his colleagues is trying to preach him that he should take up to the Krishna consciousness but his colleague he did uh, he kept on saying that uh, I'll remember why should I like uh, uh, this is time to enjoy this is my life to enjoy I'm still young like no when I come to uh, uh, that time, that when that time comes for me to leaving this body, that time I'll remember the Krishna or the uh, the Lord. But what happens? He he had a massive heart attack even in the office itself. 
this devotee was sitting next to him in the office they were in the they were in the same team and the devotee was trying to uh, he was chanting softly because in the office environment he cannot chant loudly and this uh, person was in pain he was like his tears were coming out he was in great pain and he had a massive heart attack so at the time of death is very very hard if we have not practiced during our lifetime the idea is if we have not practiced if our actions they form the impressions in our mind if we don't have those impressions because we have not done anything during our lifetime will not have that impressions in our mind that will not become our second nature what we have we have to we have to we have to create those impressions we have to create those impressions every moment every moment so that once we are when we are leaving this body our mind our mind is full of those positive spiritual impressions like you no know, this or uh, and that that then the subtle body uh, decides uh, uh, we see that those impressions our consciousness is krishna consciousness we remember the lord if you're remembering the lord throughout our life every moment every uh, time then we get those impressions are slowly 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 those impressions are built in our mind that becomes our second nature and whatever is our second nature in the time of death anxiety is so high that our if uh, if it is your second nature that is what will show up that is what will come up other we cannot make it up something like there is no time to for your mind and inte- intelligence to work at that time like now this is so because death is a very very painful experience it is said that like this is uh, and why it is a painful experience because every it is said that every jiva is given every given an opportunity to see himself other than from other than from his body so at the when we when a jiva leaves the body this material gross body and uh, he can see his gross body lying on the lying on the floor and jiva is still there he can see that i'm i'm different i'm not this gross body i'm different than this gross body but he is the whole life he has identified himself with that gross body all his rela- relations the brother father children son daughters relatives friends his possessions his everything is related to that body and in just the moment everything is being snatched away from him like you no know. his identity is being snatched away from him and that's why this is very very painful process although at that time he can see that how he is not this body how he is different he is outside the body there's a one term also coined called OBE which is out of body experience a lot of yogis a lot of yogis a lot of yogis that then uh, are able to do that they can get out of their bodies their subtle body uh, can come out of the body they can and their gross body can still be there that's called and they can see they can observe their gross body and they can observe everything that is called out of body experience 
So death is very, very important incident. And it's not that uh, we are going to, uh, we have died millions of times because they've taken the birth million times, like Jayate hi dhruva mrityur, jana mrityur dhruva sacha. So, because you have taken millions of births, that's why we have died millions of times, not new for us, but, but we have forgotten. We have forgotten that. So, so, but Madhavachara also says, Antakale Visheshata. This Antakale is where our consciousness at the time of leaving our body. That is important, but that consciousness at the time of leaving our body is a result of our actions, our activities, our karma during our lifetime. If you have remembered whatever we have focused on, whatever we have meditated on, whatever we have consciously tried, the way we have developed our consciousness, that is the trigger for our thoughts, our desires at the time of death. It's all development of the consciousness. This, uh, it does not, the fruitive activities, fruitive activities, the, the problem of the, with the fruitive activities is that whether it's pious or impious, the result is always material. Destination is material. Whether we do pious activities, we may go to heavenly planets or upper planets, our lokas, we, or we may go to, or come to take birth in Bhuloka again, or we, if we have done sinful actions or sinful activities, we can go to hellish planets or go to lower planets, planetary system. But, but we are, whatever we do, with the pious and impious activities, they all keep us, us within this material world. So this is, and what our, so the way it was, our gross body is working. Our gross body is performing actions. Gross body is working. It's creating those impressions. Those impressions are stored in our mind in the subtle body. And the subtle body picks up the most prominent ones, the most important ones, the most uh, uh, prominent impressions at the time of death, at the time of gross body, and the subtle body leaving the gross body. And that becomes the cause of our next body. This gross body and subtle body, they work in tandem. During Prabhupada says in this purport that during the lifetime, the gross body is acting. The gross body is acting, is collecting those impressions of our actions. And at the time of death, subtle body works. Subtle body picks up those impressions and awards and decides our next body, next destination, whether we are going to be male or female or black or white or sabhava and everything like that. So that is... So we, the idea is, our, we, if we cultivate the impressions during our lifetime, so in such a way that our subtle body and those impressions is stored so that we don't have to take the next body. That is the goal of our Vedic scriptures. That is why Prabhupada named this movement as Krishna Consciousness. Consciousness is all the game of development of consciousness, game of as we are developing our consciousness based on our actions. More, so this is like, uh, the problem is like with the modern science, modern science works on proofs, like right? so they, they work on pretext praman or like they work on inference, like no, okay, 
So, uh, but reincarnation, reincarnation or taking the another body but, or and uh, our actions, subtle, this subtle the body, they, they, they are not, uh, they are not accessible to us through our gross senses. We are not able to see, see it right now. So, modern science, they don't believe in that and that's why modern science is always trying to find material solutions to the problems. I mean, they are trying to find that because they don't recognize, they don't accept something which they are not able to uh, see or perceive and that is the problem, that's the problem, that's why they are, uh, whatever is they are doing, they are, it's limited, it's, 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 they are uh, leaving out, like, you no, know, this is, uh, and the speech, the, they, they don't recognize the soul, they don't recognize what they cannot settle subtle aspects which are not able to, they are not able to see or experience. So, although this uh, psychiatrist, like, they have a monumental proof for it right now, for reincarnation, there are, there are so many cases, not one or two cases, not only in India or uh, places uh, where this uh, Vedic culture is followed, it's everywhere, like in the western countries also you'll find Many cases, you know, when the child is born, he remembers his past life. So, when, when, uh, when we leave this body, our body is burned, or our body is destroyed, it, it, uh, then when we take the next body, and we are, if, <coughs> if uh, we are able to remember our uh, past life, or memories from past life, then there is a continuation, like, you no. Know? so this is, uh, so this science, they don't, don't uh, understand, they don't believe in this. Uh, we say, Prabhupada said, they know us, like, we are reincarnating every moment. Every moment. We, even science also, in, the, in Sweden, a Swedish scientist group, they did a research and they found that cells in our body, the average life, average life, span of our each cell in our body is seven to ten years. If every cell life of a cell is only seven to ten years, then after ten years, suppose our brain cells, after ten years, those cells should should die and, and our brain should not work anymore. But we the body is creating newer new cells right now. The body is replacing those older cells with the new cells. So we are reincarnating every moment. And that's why you see your, your, our own picture when we are six months old, or when we are like five years old, or when we are 20 years old, when we are 40 years old. They are like completely different bodies. They're, they're nothing same. They don't even, probably they, you, uh, they may not look even similar like. They, may, so they are completely different bodies. All the cells in the body, each and every cell in the body has been replaced. There's nothing, body is continuously changing. We are continuously reincarnating every, every moment. What does not change? The observer, the soul, soul inside us. It's like trains on the platform, they're coming and going, but the person standing at the platform who's observing those trains coming and going is not changing. That I, that I, this, uh, this material, sci material scientists, they don't recognize that I. They have no explanation but they don't recognize that I because they cannot see that. So they, 
that observer they don't recognize the soul they don't believe that that uh, believe the soul so this is and we have uh, there was uh, there is one uh, a uh, disciple of bhakti charu maharaj and she uh, she that mata ji she could recall she could recollect some past life memories she she could recollect that she was a brahmachari in her past life and disciple of uh, prabhupad so all that is it's not uh, uh, it's very people there are many 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 cases science has the cases science has the cases they can study the cases that is called inference praman inference praman or anuman praman that uh, science can uh, they study the cases they they have those cases they interview them they study them they get there and uh, then they find out like no this is uh, but uh, unless they um, they they if the seeing is believing for them then then they are not going to get to any conclusion so so this is this is what this is all life is all game of consciousness so whatever we do we are honing our consciousness we are honing our consciousness we are developing our consciousness whatever actions we do so we have to do the goal should be we should uh, uh, do we should dovetail our actions in such a way that we don't have to take the another body so this is and all our varnashram dharma systems or vedic culture that that has been designed accordingly when we say varna this uh, samskara the sola sanskar from jat karma to shraddha jat karma upanayan sanskar vivah sanskar there so and up to the last shraddha sanskar these sanskars are designed to as we grow to develop our consciousness as we grow through the life as we go through the life starting from jat karma to up to the sadh karma this is our developing our consciousness transforming our consciousness developing it in such a way so that we don't have to get another body our destination is not material our destination becomes spiritual the varna and ashram system is also designed the same way the varna there are brahman kshatriya vaishya shudra that four varnas these four varnas and four ashrams so we start uh, they're all uh, the varnas brahman kshatriya vaishya shudra they're all designed because there are four kai, uh, this is if someone has a uh, inclination someone has an inclination or uh, to work uh, as a brahmin or brahmanical uh, uh, activities like patan patan yajana yajan dan pratigraha parigraha so all that these varnas are designed so that all of us every one of us whatever tendency we may have whether we have a shudra kind of sub tendency to serve we have tendency chatriya tendency to serve, to rule or administer or whatever ch- tendency we may have we can utilize that in uh, developing our consciousness in such a way so th- that when we leave this body we our our impressions we are stored in our mind or in our, in such a way that we don't have to take another body ashrams like uh, brahmacharya 
ಇನ್ಫ್ಲೂಯನ್ಸ್ಟರ್ we always continuously fighting with this maya so maya so what happens like you no know, when we are when we become uh uh when we are brahmachari we are fighting and when we go to to from when we so we have we we have to make we have to fight we have to fight with material energy with maya but we make a decision whether we want to fight want to jump right in the war field and fight with maya or we want to we would like to stay inside the our fort we can build a fort and fight it from inside so fighting from inside is like uh, accepting the grahastaashrama so grahastaashrama that fighting from inside fighting from inside the fort fighting with maya and then uh, uh, if uh, brahmachari is ready to jump on the war zone and war field and state we take one to one with the one on one with maya so he can be directly take sanyas from there so this is grahastas so most of us are grahastas so grahastas like now we have this fort made and we are fighting from behind the fort and then kashyap muni talking to mother diti in canto third he says that this fort is 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 uh, uh, our spouse our spouse is the fort our spouse is the fort and the and this is because akashamunit says to mother diti that this wife is stopping wife protecting against the attack of senses so that is wife acts as a fort right uh, a fort to f- and we are fighting but uh, with maya but some most of the time what happens like you know, we as a grass we forget we forget we forget that if we are fighting with maya which we become so comfortable we forget they are fighting with maya and then uh, maya comes and engulfs us and then again punarap janmam punarap maranam punarap jathri jathreshana krishna says in bhagavad gita 12th chapter like now what is the goal goal should be man manabho mad bhakta madhyaji maam namaskuru maam vaishyati yukta vaivam atmana mat parayana so man manabho mad bhakta madhyaji maam namaskuru to remember always never always remember krishna never forget krishna man manabho mad bhakta madhyaji maam namaskuru that is what four things what is that is that is what krishna is asking that is the top most even the bhakti yoga 
bhakti process the process of bhakti is not the topmost or executing principles of bhakti yoga like sadhana bhakti that is second level that is not the top level the top level is manmana bhavad bhakta madhyaji bhavana mashkuru then second level is if you cannot do that if you cannot remember the lord uh, all the time meditate on him then you do what you you execute the principles of bhakti yoga follow this process of bhakti yoga and even below that is even if even krishna says in chapter 12 if you cannot do even that then what do you do then you work for me work for me means offer the results of your work to me yat karoshi dasnati yajjo chidadasiyat yat tapasasi konteya tat kurusu madarpanam so this is uh, all that is our our uh, our not getting another material body is is does not depend on our our current uh, gross body our gross body is already destroyed like our subtle body carries the conception of the next body so it does not depend on our current current body so this belief some sometimes people believe that only brahmana can get attain liberation sometimes a lot of people they have that belief that in the female body they are not fit for lib- or they cannot attain liberation like now but no this our uh, scriptures they say again and again and again bhagavad gita also multiple places it says that it's not uh, about any anyone can uh, uh, achieve abhi anyone can attain the spiritual world can go back to god at even in this lifetime it's all matter of developing our consciousness it's not nothing to do with your current body whether your male body or female body or black body or white body that's not matter our current gross body gross body is just a nimitta just an instrument for the consciousness consciousness is, is using this gross body or subtle body to consciousness is symptom of the soul consciousness is not part of the the subtle body or gross body consciousness is the characteristic of the soul the the, the consciousness is is using gross body or subtle body as a nimitta as an instrument to develop itself like now so that is or, or transform itself like now so this is uh, it does not our uh, destination our next body does not depend on what is our current body like now so this is very so pious activities sometimes a lot of people have this this thing like the pious activities can uh, take us to like can uh, we if you do good be good do good like no? that's a, that's another philosophy a lot of people you talk to them yeah yeah no problem like yeah, i don't uh, do any bad thing i don't do any uh, like i i do good and be good like no and i think that is what uh, lord says in bhagavad gita that the karma like i'm do good karma like but this even the pious activities like now they are they, they take you nowhere like now they cannot take you out of this material world and pious activities are ultimately bhagavatam say our scripture say that they are pious or impious they are ultimately bad they both are bad because like now they they 
they increase your bondage to this material part. They increase your bondage. So, Madhavacharya says that in one life, in one life, whatever karma we do, that create the reactions equivalent to 10 future lifetimes to, uh, which are equivalent to 10 future lifetimes. In one life, whatever karma we create, we have to go through the reaction in 10 lives, 10 future lives like Can you believe it? How bad it is like now? Every life we are creating karma equivalent to 10 future lifetimes. In next life, we will create another uh, karma set of karma for next 10 future lifetimes. So, what is, think about this like now. It keeps on exponentially growing. Keeps on exponentially growing the pile of our karmic reactions and we can. That's why I say it's like so difficult. Mammaya Duratya. Devi has a Gurumai. Mammaya Duratya. The Lord says it's so difficult to come out of this network of our karmic reactions like now. They have so, because like imagine we are creating karma for our future 10 life in this just one lifetime. That is what Madhvacharya says. That's why it is very, very difficult like now. And so, so this pious or impious like now, this good or bad like now, this is uh, it's, it's not, uh, they don't take us anywhere like now. They don't take us anywhere. They don't take us to our real goal, going back to God and going to spiritual world, going to Vakunta. They don't take us to our real goal. There was one... Uh, uh, in that uh, book, Life Comes From Life, Prabhupada is talking to one uh, social uh, socialist like now. And that socialist is asking Prabhupada, Prabhupada, if uh, a woman, blind woman is asking, if I help blind woman crossing the road, is that good or not? I think he kept on two times, three times, he kept on asking, I was like trying to, and Prabhupada, Prabhupada said like, no, this is, uh, you know what he, what he said? He said, only God is good. So all this like, uh, m- uh, this, this uh, moral principles, and this is good, this is bad, this is pious, this is impious, it's all like, no, this is ultimately, they are not, uh, they have their own limitations. They are on, this is, we have to, unless we add, Krishna, nothing back, uh, nothing becomes like uh, really auspicious like now. Lord, uh, so Prabhupada only replied, he says, only God is good. So it's not, uh, this good or bad, this activity is good, this is bad, this is all like now, this is our perception. So this is, uh, there was uh, a lot, a lot of, uh, so we have, uh, okay, let me, Bhishma, tell the Bhishma Dev story and then we'll stop. We have, uh, uh, we all know the story of Bhishma Dev like now. So, so, so we, key, this is, uh, we can see where the pious activities also will not take us anywhere like. So Bhishma Dev, he, he lived for 700 years. He studied for 250 years. And out of those 250 years, he studied for 50 years under 
the Veda under Parashuram, his spiritual guru, his spiritual master. And he took uh, that vow of celibacy. He is known for that Bhishma Pratigya. The Bhishma is known for that. His name was Devadrat. Devadrat. But uh, when he took that vow, then the demigods or Devatas, they named him Bhishma, Bhishma Pratigya. So apparently, if you see, this the story goes like, uh, the, the, this is the part two of the story. The part one of the story, Bhishma is one of the eight Vasus. We have eight Vasus, Tala, Dityas, right? So, so, so this, he was one of the eight Vasus, and he's the eldest of those eight Vasus, like, now. So he is the eldest of the eight Vasus, and his wife's name was Varangi. So Varangi and uh, Devdra, so they were uh, they were going. Maybe they, they they were in airplane and they were going, and they saw that uh, ashram of Vasishthamun. The Vasishthamun had that Kamadenu guy, Kamadenu cow, and Varangi, the wife of uh, that uh, Vasu. His name was uh, the the name of. Uh, uh, was Diuhu, the name of the Vasu, the eldest Vasu was Diuhu, Diuhu. And he, you you might have seen this in those uh, people like, you know, those this Vasus and all those, so they have those, these kind of names like, you now. And uh, Hu, Hu, Ha, Ha, so his name was Diuhu. And his wife was Varangi. So Diuhu, Varangi, uh, so Varangi, Asked Dihu that I I want this cow. This cow is so nice, so beautiful, so auspicious, and I have heard a lot about this cow, and I I want this cow. And Dihu said, this cow, Kamadenu cow, belongs to Vashishtavishi. This belongs to a sage. We cannot take it. We cannot take it like this. It is a no. She was. Saying, what kind of husband you are like? You can't even get me this the, a cow like now. Go, I need this like now. So finally, Dehu he, he talked to his brothers and that seven other Vasus, and they made a plan and they stole that Vasishta's cow and they were cursed. And Vasishta cursed them like now. He said like this is uh, this, uh, the the seven other uh, the brothers who assisted him in stealing. And uh, they will take birth in the Bhuloka. Apparently, taking birth in the Bhuloka is, is like uh, is like a punishment. So it's not uh, something to be proud of. Like you now, this is so uh, those for Vasus. So Vasus like because they are demigods. They are demigods. Devatas and they will take uh, birth here. So they were punished to take birth here and suffer here. And then uh, the, the eldest one. Uh, they were punished to take birth here, and when they pleaded, and uh, then they they said, "Okay, you you won't you won't stay there for a long time." But Vasista said that for Diuhu, uh, of all the Vasus, that you have you are supposed to direct them, supposed to guide them, and you like made a plan, and uh, uh, so you are you are responsible. Most uh, you are, you are. Uh, so your punishment is uh, three things. You'll live there. You'll go to Bhuloka. You'll take uh, the the Bhuloka, and you live there for a long time. And uh, you will uh, you will remain 
you will not you will remain bachelor or will not uh, marry you will remain unmarried and the third thing is ganga like no she will uh, your mother ganga she will not kill you she will not because all other seven vasus they were there born ganga mother ganga she took them and they killed them and uh, liberated them immediately and they went back to their vasu loka but for bhishma he uh, the shantan who stopped her and she did not uh, kill bhishma and bhishma had to stay here for a long time see in one sense in, in so this is what happened like in one sense if you see the bhishma took this pratigya and apparently bhishma took the pratigya to because his father shantanu he wanted to marry the satvati and satvati wanted that his son should become the king next king so bhishma took an pratigya to help his father marry satvati but in other if you see our shastra they don't stop there if you see that this bhishma also did that was execution of the curse given by the vasishta muni and if you see from one angle bhishma did it for his father shantanu such a big tyag such a big sacrifice that he remained celibate for rest of his life he remained celibate for his rest of his life and that is a bhishma pratigya that is a big sacrifice he did for his father which was showing them how obedient was was he to his father and that is in a pious activity that is in a pious activity but that activity did not take him anywhere in other words you can also see from his a different angle that he had to do that he had to do that to get the curse of vasishta executed so this is and finally the 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 story goes that uh, uh, varangi the wife of vihu uh, what he does and she takes an uh, she takes an birth and an amba so bhishma is ambe amba and ambalika so amba was uh, bhishma's previous wife as a vasu and then he abducts these three ambe amba and ambalika then amba ambe and ambalika they agree to to marry vichitravirya but amba he wanted to marry bhishma and bhishma had taken a vow that i'll not marry and you can go back and marry the, your uh, your uh, but when bhishma abducted the she was she was uh, about to she was getting ready to to get married with the salvanaresh like bhishma sent her back to salva and salva did not uh, accept her because she was salva said you have you are touched by bhishma so i'm not going to accept her and all that so she was oscillating between bhishma and salva for 8 years like and that is the, the, the that does not end there that is the punishment of one wrong desire one wrong desire of the uh, wanting that cow of a sister that was the desire of varangi and because of that desire she had to suffer so much and that it did not end there she was oscillating between salva and bhishma for 8 years and after that she went to parashuram and she like after complained to parashuram that bhishma abducted me and now i am not 
like uh, accepting me as his wife so then finally there was a the battle there was a battle between parashuram and bhishma bhishma was disciple of parashuram and they had a battle like now and then um, then uh, the uh, after the that in amba like so she she took the next birth as shikhandi so this, and to be the uh that she is going to destroy his ma like that some so she is uh, so this is how much the duhu and varani they were so they were loving husband and wife and all of a sudden that turned out into such a hatred hit hare krishna hari bol हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा हरि बोल कैन यू हियर मी हरे कृष्णा ओके आई थिंक दैट म्यूजिक इज गॉन नाउ मे बी समबडी इज ऑन नाउ अनम्यूट या ऑल राइट सो दिस इज व्हाट सो दिस इज व्हाट हैपेंड लाइक आई मीन दिस यू कैन सी हियर हाउ मच suffering right so varangi and namba like no he she has to go through like this because of one wrong desire so even pious or impious activities they are all maya ka khel they are maya mayer vaibhav maya ka khel so this is to chatchatna charitamrat says like mahaprabhu says in chatan charitamrat dharmachari madhe bahut karmanishtha तो कोटि कर्म निष्ठा मध्य एक ज्ञानी श्रेष्ठ तो धर्माचार्य फॉलोअर्स ऑफ द वेदा बहुत कर्म निष्ठा देर वेरी लाइक कर्म निष्ठा द कर्म पीपल हु फॉलो द कर्म बट कोटि कर्म निष्ठा मध्य एक ज्ञानी श्रेष्ठ वाई ज्ञानी श्रेष्ठ ज्ञानी श्रेष्ठ बिकॉज एटलीस्ट देर मेडिटेटिंग ऑन समथिंग स्पिरिचुअल दर्मी इज नॉट इवन मेडिटेटिंग ऑन समथिंग स्पिरिचुअल कोटि ज्ञानी मध्य है एक जन मुक्ता एमंग जन मुक्ता एक वन गेट लिबरेशन लाइक ना बहु नाम जन्म बहु नाम जन्मते ज्ञानवान माम प्रपद्यते कोटि मुक्त मध्य दुर्लभ एक कृष्ण भक्ता एंड एमंग एमंग दोस्त रेयर लिबरेटेड पीपल इट्स लाइक इट्स दुर्लभ एक कृष्ण भक्ता मनुष्य नाम सहस्रेशु कश्चित यति सिद्ध है नॉट एबल टू डेवलप अवर कॉन्सियसनेस अवर कॉन्सियसनेस एट द टाइम ऑफ लिविंग दिस बॉडी इंप्रेशन विच आर स्टोर्ड इन अवर माइंड बेस्ड ऑन अवर पास्ट प्रीवियस रिएक्शन if they are depending on those if they are not uh, they are not uh, fit to get us to get us the spiritual body then what happen punap janam punap paranam punap janani jatare sanam we have to again take go through the cycle of birth and death and uh, so this is sankracharya says eh sansare bahu dustare kripya pare pahi murare only mukunda can give us mukti mukunda which can give us mukti so we have to the idea is like we have to remember the lord we have to remember the krishna uh, always remember krishna never forget krishna smaranam 
ಡೆಸ್ಟಿನೇಷನ್ So we have to spiritualize our desire. We have to, uh, and that spiritualizing desire happens when we try sincerely, pray from the Lord, pray to Krishna that please, like the others, uh, bless me, help me, so that uh, I am able to remember you. And that when I remember the Lord, remember Krishna, engage him in his service, then we are, we are creating, then we are creating those favorable impressions in our mind which decides our consciousness at the time of death because our sukshma sadhis is picking up the most prominent impressions and that is what decides our next body so this consciousness is very very important like prabhupada used to say that uh, sanyasi should a sanyasi should read krishna book before going to bed that is what prabhupada said the idea is like when we are going to our sleep the, we are in ignorance that activity of sleep is in ignorance and when the uh, so sanyasi were advised by prabhupada to read krishna book they read krishna book they say spiritualize their consciousness before going into ignorance and sleep and they pray from the lord that lord we are they please like a uh, they pray from the lord before going to sleep they read krishna book they spiritualize their consciousness and when they sleep like they 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 see the dreams krishna dreams from krishna and so they're uh, in the sleep and then they go to the deep sleep the whole sleep becomes yoga nidra this is the activity of sleep which is supposed to be in tamoguna in mode of ignorance becomes yoga nidra becomes a spiritual activity they are able to remember the lord even in deep sleep that becomes yoga nidra so this is the process like now this beautiful verse and it says like our activities our actions our activities our actions what we perform they are cause of our future destination future body our next body so whatever body we are going our next body is decided by our present actions whatever body we are in it is decided by our past previous actions i'll stop here uh, hare krishna uh thank you very much and uh, i'll stop here grantrasnamad bhagavatam ki jai shri prabhupad ki jai
So we can discuss if there are any, any questions or comments at this time or please share your realizations if uh, you would like to. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, Dandak Prana, all great special profile. That's such a nice class. Your realizations uh, uh, buttressed with uh, scriptures are so nice. Uh, uh, they purify us and uh, elevate us, uh, our consciousness so nicely. Uh, you were saying, I, I was uh, uh, thinking that uh, I was reflecting also this. About uh, each each life, we are creating 10, uh, 10 lifetimes equivalent of uh, uh, karma. That we uh, are growing exponentially. And uh, right. that means so many lifetimes you have gone. So mountain load of uh, karma is there. Uh, which can only be extinguished with the surrender to Krishna's lotus feet. Uh, otherwise, uh, uh, even to attenuate one small karma, so much uh, uh, karma kanda, punna karma is required, and then also the destination is material. So, bhakti is so much better. Without bhakti, life, uh, human life is a complete waste, actually. I mean, if you, if you see, we come from this perspective, I mean, even from the karma perspective also, like uh, 10, 10 lifetimes equivalent of uh, karma you are storing, I mean, you're creating every, every in every la uh, lifetime, that itself uh, magnifies, I mean, should uh, make us realize the gravity of the situation. And uh, um, yeah, that is a nice uh, thing. And then also that, and absolutely, Prabhuji, this, this, uh, what we say that, uh, Madhva, this was said by Madhvacharya, and he said like 500 years back, think about the time now. So now probably one lifetime of karma is equivalent to 100 lifetimes, future lifetimes of reactions, right? <laughs> so 500 years back, people were still more sattvic, right? <laughs> so this is. So we, we the, as time is uh, passing, as time is passing, we are we are progressing, we are advancing in, into more into Kali Yuga. The things are getting worse and worse. This is like the whole uh, thing about internet. You see the internet. Uh, whatever you browse on the internet today, uh, you see the ten different ads pop up, and those ten ads, like you know, some, if you get distracted, they are so nasty. They create the kind of impressions in your mind that you are, we are never able to get out of this material world if, if we, if you're not careful like, right? So at least in the Madhavacharya's time, there was no internet. So, so he was, so that time he said, okay, this is one lifetime of karma is equivalent to 10 future lifetime of reactions. But that, like if, in today's date, I think the things are gotten worse. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you for your realization, Prabhu. Another thing that I was carrying, like sometimes uh, I, I heard this, uh, uh, this Manushanam uh, explanation, that uh, verse from Chaitanya uh, Chaitamrita that was very useful, that Koti Kadmimode Gyani Sreshta, that is very nice that uh, I, I'm carrying uh, from this uh, lecture, Prabhu, that is very nice, useful. Thank you, Prabhuji. Any other questions or comments? Otherwise, we can stop here. Thank you, Prabhuji. 
for wonderful class as as usual hari krishna thank you prabhuji thank you nikundras prabhu hari krishna prabhuji dhanyavad pranam such a wonderful class prabhuji so nicely you explain and lots of reminders and i like the point that uh, at the time of death it's not in our hand that we can remember krishna but the, our prayer should be that we can remember krishna so it's a very wonderful lesson for today's class thank you so much prabhuji and very excited to see you uh, tomorrow in harrisburg yeah thank you krishna mataji thank you all right so hare krishna Krishna Prabhu Ji, Maidana Pradam, all Krishna Prabhupada Guru Maharaj. Thank you, Krishna Mataji. Very nice and uh, you know, Bhagavatam gives so much of details. Like I had heard about the fact that uh, the, you know, the sex of the child is decided by the, uh, you know, the gender. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, whoever is more passionate or whatever the thing is. But today the description is given also, you know, properly that what yeah. it is all about. And uh, <clears throat> one question is coming to me that... Uh, <clears throat> Sorry, Prabhuji, my throat is really bad. Like they say for the devotees, when they conceive, right, they should take, uh, they should, uh, you know, do this, uh, uh, like, uh, chant 50 rounds, both husband and wife. And then, uh, like, the confusion which is in my mind is that they say, Garbhadhan samskar hona chahiye pehle. And then, uske baad, they chant the rounds. That is a proper way, Vedic way, to uh, conceive. But what happens is sometimes they do Garbhadhan Sanskar when the, when the lady is already ma- uh, pregnant, which they call baby shower here. So what kind of Garbhadhan Sanskar is that? And what kind of Garbhadhan Sanskar is the one which they do before the couple is going to conceive? Is it both ma- same or uh, there is a different terminology and uh, a ritual or whatever we do? Mataji, uh, the Garbhadhan Sanskar, what yeah. is done, I think like, uh, uh, this This is like during that uh, some pregnancy, some fifth or sixth month of pregnancy that is done and uh, it's not before conceiving, before conceiving. Yes, they baby shower, right? America may like... Right, right. Yeah, baby shower, yeah, so that is Garbhadhan is the Vedic equivalent of baby shower, you can say that. And I remember, I what did my it, uh, our... Yeah, Prabhuji. What I, ahead, I, I'm sorry, I mean, uh, like what I understand is uh, this uh, Shad Bhakshan, that is that baby shower is called Shad Bhakshan. That is, uh, that is uh, a different ritual, but this... Uh, uh, Garbhadhan Samaskar is uh, done before even the uh, union, the first union. So that is what my understanding. The baby shower is uh, Shad Bhaksan. That is a different thing. That is a norm. That's what I, the, the thing is. There was one Mataji who recently did Garbhadhan Samaskar. She says, I'm doing Garbhadhan Samaskar. There was a haven in the temple. So then I was thinking, but then I have heard Garbhadhan Samaskar is done before the couple, you know, union or whatever is there, you know, that, that time it is done. So I was so confused. Then I said, maybe she's doing baby shower and she's mixing it up with Garbhadhan Samskar. Yeah, Mataji, I think you are right. Garbhadhan is uh, 
You know, if you think of it, garb meidan means garb means the baby is going to come in the garb of the of the you know the un, the married uh, like girl who's not pregnant before like that. So yeah, it's, it's before conception. Yeah, you're right. That that the garb meidan is before conception. It's called ceremony of conception. So okay, yeah, okay. So that garb meidan. So that means that the like yeah. boys and girls that they get together, they do like a hovel. and then the vedic ways they are told to if they are able to chant so they can attract a soul which is to usme kya hai ki ye nahi hota ki you know agar there is more desire of the man then you know jaise abhi bataya unhone thoda explain kara to then boy will be born lady to isme desire hame krishna ko hi dovetail karna hai har cheez right exactly like the idea is the the i the idea is like no there is in vedic uh, culture all this uh, producing the children is encouraged but who uh, as long as we have that goal of making them devotees hmm right so so that is the idea idea is like no this is all these samskaras are to purify our transform our consciousness or develop our consciousness so that uh, the nice soul is attracted to the womb okay. so when we do 50 rounds of chanting that creates an favorable environment for uh, more pious souls to be attracted to the womb of the mother Okay. That's right. So what happens is that Krishna is in our heart, right? So once they yeah. like, there's a couple and they've chanted 50 rounds. So their consciousness is so much will be Krishna conscious, both of them. So then they yeah. will just do the act of you know doing whatever they are, how you know like we all are of course grasta yeah with children, two to two, two yeah. children, one children. So they do the thing, but then what will happen at that time? The uh, the soul, because I had heard from one of Sri Prabhu's lecture. that when the mother conceives it is not from the matter the soul is coming it is a soul that comes then over the matter then like prabhupad mentioned in lecture there is a p p shaped form you know starts developing when the, there is a, a, a conceiving of both the side so uh, then it start but it starts growing over the soul that comes so soul comes that time only and that soul which will come krishna will make sure that they both are devotees they chanting so nicely they desire they desiring like their consciousness is krishna to main unko ek uh, devotee uh, soul hi bhejo like that right mm-hmm. yeah mata ji i think that the soul is transferred uh, they say through the the semen of the male uh, so, and all that like the jeevas like you no know, uh, in bhagavad gita also talks about through the rain they come down and go to into the grains and when the we eat the grains that, that is transferred to the male and male it goes to their semen and uh, during uh, then it is transferred to the womb and th- that that's how it moves yeah, right what i had i didn't know bhagavad gita was saying this but what i had heard from the biological point of view is that the the sex of the child is decided by the father by the male yeah, yeah that that's that's fine biology we have read that xy ka hota hai male is the father who decides but yahan yeah. par hame kuch insight milta hai ki it is not that uh, it is yeah. uh, connected to other subtle elements like desire and all those things 
And right. uh, one more thing, like for example, this is interesting in the sense that you know how the soul comes. So for example, there's another karmi couple, and they are not chanting, and they are not doing garbhadhan samskar. So unka fir jaise Krishna koi bhi soul bhej denge. Matlab it doesn't matter. Actually, Ota. Hmm. Mataji, oh, okay. This is like pairing of the souls. So Krishna has a transcendental system where he knows, like, no, ye kaunsi soul ko kis tarah ke ghar mein janma dena hai based on their own, uh, their past previous karma and desires. Okay. But so Prabhuji, it's a pairing of the souls, like, pairing of the... Uh, yeah, yeah. But suddenly, suppose a couple comes into Krishna consciousness, suppose it's like a karmi couple, or yeah. devotees and then, then they, that couple becomes like a devotee couple and they're chanting. So then Krishna will change that, uh, uh, the soul coming. Sure, yeah. Okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting. I mean, it's so, so much on the subtle level that, uh, you know, like, and obviously if some, uh, you know, children cannot chant 50 rounds, which is getting, is getting close to 64 rounds, <laughs> 50 rounds. Yeah. Because more than 32 rounds and then it's less than 64 so but it is doable definitely i'm sure uh, you know uh, but prabhu ji isme ye bhi hota hai na ki kai bar to jaise ek uh, husband wife hai wo ek bari bhi conceive nahi kar pate hain to har hmm. time kaise chance karenge hai na wo bolte hai na ki naye wedding ko aap har bar bar try karo couple of months they try tab jaake hota hai to maybe one maybe time wo, yeah like they can do one time and dedicate towards that like and offer that offer that towards that and like this is and keep their consciousness more more that Krishna conscious yeah that's keep the, your consciousness be in association of the devotees go to the temple do some seva your consciousness should remain Krishna conscious right so Krishna Maya and then uh, yeah that that's the idea like if your it depends on your consciousness, your nice devotee, pious souls will be attracted to the womb of the mother. If, if that time the consciousness is is pure, is is good, right? Yes, yes. So. Yes, sir, you know, I was just uh, like you mentioned about uh, you know consistent seva. So I just got a message from our president Mataji from uh, the same. So what happens sometimes, you know, we have a couple of temples here, so I tend to go sometimes here, sometimes there. I plan out because there was a Mataji calling and her mm -hmm. son passed, they all devotees. So I said I might go to the other temple. So my, uh, and so the one temple says, well, why didn't they do uh, the program here? They've been doing it here. Why they gone to the Dilan temple? So then when Mataji was just, I was just listening, such an interesting thing. I listened recently one class from a senior devotee, actually his name is, uh, Mohan Rupa Prabhu, he is a president yeah, yeah, of Sarthi yeah. Temple. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know him. Yeah. Very, very powerful classes. And also, Prabhuji, I happened to meet him in the last summer, 22. I happened to just take darshan and just hold my hands in front of him. And uh, it was very nice meeting him, but I was not, uh, I didn't talk to him. So, uh, he, uh, uh, so this Mataji said, I listened uh, recently one class from the same Prabhuji. Someone asked him question that it is so hard to control mind. How do you do that? He is a brahmachari, uh, he is brahmachari very senior. Under him 150 brahmachari students are learning. He said hmm. that first find the service, take responsibilities for that service and if you do that, you are training your mind in that service. So we need to do that if we want to train, our, uh, uh, otherwise our mind is like 
because mataji is written to me she is guiding me mind is like a mm. monkey and wants to do, do so many things and we can't do one thing properly practice and tell our uh, you know daughters and sons also i just have to do right. that but yeah so it's important for us to learn very carefully so then we can convey to them and wo kitna follow karenge wo ab krishna pe hai shila prabhupad pe hai but at least wo gaadi ko dekh sakte to to you know this uh, it's a like that absolutely but, uh, yeah, yeah. thank you so much for the wonderful class and the very uh, enlightening and uh, uh, you know we always have something to learn <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, anybody has any last-minute uh, question, comment? Otherwise, we can end the call.